0: Welcome into to a special live edition, live local, late-breaking of the Commitment Issues podcast. I'm Woody Womack, joined in person in a dank hotel room by Rothkast. Yeah, a couple of guys just get together in St. Petersburg to do a podcast. How great is this? No, we're in Orlando. I didn't say St. Petersburg.
1: I said Orlando.
0: <laughs> I definitely said Orlando. So, I did say Columbia, Missouri. <laughs> yes, you did. Which is weird because I've never been there. We got some tweets about it, though. People... Uh, did people have to go back and listen? Do you think, or no? Because it's clear, they have ears. It's clear as day that you went full Trump. No, I didn't say it. I've never said Columbia, Missouri, failing town. <laughs> I would never go there. Um, so anyway, all right. So we've been away for the week. Uh, where were you? You were going to record on Thursday, and you were MIA. I don't know what happened. Something happened, I'm sure. So we're going to go over the coaching hires. This is a coach hire special. And maybe we'll do a little signing day, I'm not sure, but we got a lot of coaches to run through here. So uh, if you remember, if you are a regular listener, we did some uh, interesting (laughs) code word dialogues that we used to describe these hires. So when we go back and do our uh, old takes exposed of ourselves, uh, we can reflect. So let's start with BC, the latest. They hired Jeff Hathley from Ohio State. Which is where everybody thought they were going to hire, right? Right, I guess. It took them forever, though. And now they hired him, like, today, and the dead period starts tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, good luck in the late signing period to
1: them, I suppose.
0: That one, it kind of hurts Ohio State, though, because now they're going to have another new defensive course, like, every year. Yeah, but it doesn't really matter. Why? Because they'll have dogs coming? Yeah, in. They,
1: just, <laughs> they just recycle. I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't really know too much about the guy. I, I don't think that he's going to win at Boston College because I don't think anybody's going to win at Boston College.
0: So good luck to him. So it, I found it weird. I saw some people tweeting that people were happy that Adazio got fired because when Colorado State hired him, they were like, "Oh, I can't believe they'd hire this guy that was was fired by." I
1: thought he did a pretty good job
0: there. Apparently, the players hated him. I thought he was you know had the guys dudes. being dudes, dudes yeah. being guys. So I don't know what what's the ceiling at BC eight and four. Yeah, that's a good year. And didn't he do that once? I thought, yeah, he did do a decent job. I mean, he had an an awesome running back. And we're not going
1: to win 10 games in the ACC. That's never going to happen.
0: Right. Should have stayed in the conference that doesn't exist anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Kidding. All right. Um, Oh, okay, we're going to run down this alphabetically real quick. Uh, Eli Drinkwitz went to Missouri. He was replaced by Sean Clark. Boy, you want to talk about a solid long-term hire. (laughs) Are you talking about Drinkwitz or, yeah, or Sean yeah, Clark? We'll, Drinkwitz. we'll get to with uh, Sean Clark, never heard of him. Uh, <laughs> speaking of, sure, he's great. <laughs> speaking speaking of, uh, of the president, yeah, never heard of him. So I see people saying it's a, it's a logical hire. He's been there. Uh, he's worked there under both coaches. I thought it was interesting they didn't go back to Louisville and take one of the coaches from there. Um, but hmm. anyway, next up, Ryan Silverfield takes over at Memphis. Um, he, everyone loves this dude, so I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, that's
1: a real don't mess it up situation. It's kind of the same situation Norvell had, right?
0: Right, exactly. Like, yeah, everybody loves him. All you really gotta do is just not mess it up. <laughs> okay, so we like that one. I like that one. He's good to deal with from my perspective. So uh, nice guy, uh, good good for him. And I wouldn't be surprised if he's a name in a year or two we hear about for other jobs, assuming they keep winning. Uh, Steve Adazio, boy, this this article I'm reading on CBS Sports gives this hire a D.
1: Why does everybody
0: hate him? <laughs> Adazio is 57 and 55 in nine seasons as a coach, and it was 44 and 44 at Boston College. This grade isn't about that, though. It's about my preference to see schools like Colorado State go after coaches with higher ceilings.
1: Everybody wants to be higher young coaches because the young coaches talk to us. That's what this is.
0: Yeah, this is Tom Fornelli. Yeah, Tom Fornelli
1: (laughs) wants them to hire a coach that talks to him. And that's okay, but you can just say that. I want
0: them to hire coaches that talk to me,
1: too. (laughs) You
0: know, I say it. Well, how about, okay, real quick, before we get down to Florida State, how about uh, me uh, going into my DMs and seeing a message from Mike Norvell? (laughs) (laughs) I had one, too.
1: I had one, too. Completely
0: ignored him. <laughs> Mike Norvell's the last message between the two of us was, Hey, Woody, give me a call. And I'm pretty sure I never called him. I had one, too, from when he was in Arizona State asking me to reach out to him. And it was unresponded to. Yeah. So we, I, I'll be seeing him soon. Yeah, we wonder why No, that these coaches like us He's <laughs> left him on red. I hope he forgives. Uh, so anyway, uh, so uh, Willie headed down to FAU now, this was one that kind of – I was kind of pissed off about this one because everyone's like, he's a great recruiter. He'll do great in Florida. He doesn't recruit any players from down there. No, he's never has. He's got two kids the
1: time he was at Florida State from Broward to Dade
0: Right. He That's re- it. He recruits from the other coast. That's why it was a good fit at USF. Now he's just going to bring those guys to FAU, I assume. Yeah, which, it's going be Tampa kids. Right, and I think they'll do fine. I don't know if he'll be as good. He's not going to win the conference twice like Kiffin, right? or Well, I mean – come on. Uh, yeah. Willie Taggart being a great recruiter is kind of coded language. <laughs> no, I totally agree yeah, there. I mean, I I, 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 did I send you the blurb where it was like another player had transferred from Oregon and it was like seven of the ten Florida players that, that he signed at Oregon are now gone? Yeah. Like, I'm telling you, he's a great recruiter in the way that, you know, some quarterbacks are dual threats. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a thing that people throw out there, but I... I Everyone's a great recruiter. Have, do you ever see a hire where, where the college football glitter says, yeah, he's an okay recruiter? He's yeah, a pretty bad recruiter, but great X's and O's guy. Right. Maybe Bill Snyder. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe went when he came back. Uh, speaking of friends of the show, Marcus Arroyo hired by UNLV. I did talk to him. That's a tough job. Yeah, at least you responded to him. That's I, a tough one, man. I saw a quote from him today saying, we will win here. It was like a guarantee. So, Well, here's the thing. So, the old coach there, Tony Sanchez, was the coach at Gorman.
1: His brother is the new coach at Gorman. His brother has been in some trouble there for like,
0: some kind of legal issue. I don't really know exactly what, I wonder if Tony will go back to Bishop Gorman. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, Tony was cool, but I mean, you know, it's hard to make the jump from being a really good high school coach to being an FBS
1: But the thing is, they had the
0: back, they had monetary backing there.
1: The Fertitta family that used to own the UFC is the big donor to UNLV. So they're
0: trying to get facilities and all this stuff built. Well, So the money's there. Do you think if uh, they were, if Tony Sanchez was coaching in that new stadium, that, because they're going to play in the Raiders' stadium starting like, next year, do you think he would have got off to a better start? Or I mean, they beat Vanderbilt and they won. Yeah, I mean, probably. But,
1: you know, playing in – I don't know. Do recruits want to play in NFL stadium? Do they, yeah. or do they want their own stadium? Like, look at USF when they were playing at Raymond James' They still play Raymond
0: James? Yeah. Yeah, but Raymond James is like, you know, (laughs) one of the lower tier NFL students. I'm just saying it's gonna be I think it's it helps the pitch a little bit at least, especially with the kids from LA, to be like, yo, look at this nice facility as you get to play. Even though they'll give
1: him the crappy
0: locker room. I think I think a Royal will let's just say I think a Royal knows how to take advantage of those uh (laughs) investments (laughs) you know, better than maybe our boy Tony did. So sorry Tony. You almost got Robin in trouble at work one time.
1: Oh, that's, yeah. That's, no, that wasn't Tony's fault. That's Eric Winter's fault.
0: Um, okay, USF hires another friend of the show. Boy, back to back. Jeff Scott from Clemson. This one, if this grade doesn't get an A. Tom, Tom gives it an A. I give it an A+. Yeah, it's a good one.
1: The kids, you know, it's crazy that kids like Jeff Scott because he's like normal and he doesn't act like a coach caricature. Right. He's like one of the normal people in this business. And it's funny that he's able to recruit and everybody's like, Well, can he do it not at Clemson? And yeah, I think he can. I think he, I mean, he's not going to obviously get the Trevor Lawrence's of the world to come to USF, but he'll get guys from Florida. Uh, there's no doubt about it. <laughs> the offense obviously works. Right. I think that's a great hire.
0: Well, I noticed a bunch of people that we know tweeting at him, talking to him already, right? Right, uh, uh, of course. <laughs> come on by, coach. So <laughs> I think he'll do just fine down there. And hopefully he'll be on. The, I think I can get him to come <laughs> on the podcast. bunch of people we
1: know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you can say handlers. A <laughs> bunch of people we know. The people we know, all right? People we know. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, Texas San Antonio fired a former friend of the show Frank Wilson who Hold on why is he
1: a friend of the show I don't remember Well so the many.
0: last so I think it was 2 years ago in San Antonio he was like oh come by when you're down here for the, the All-American game and I was like, oh, yeah, no problem. I'll stop by. We'll do an interview for the podcast. And I put it in, like, Google Maps, and it was, like, 20 minutes away. And I was like, no, sorry, Coach. <laughs> I can't make it. So yeah. uh, I kind of blew him off. This is a bad show of me being uh, rude to both coaches. in
1: general. Yeah, I went back and looked at some of my old DMs, too. And it was it's just as bad. Yeah, the
0: receipts are there. So coaches uh, take shots at the star rankings. Now we know why. But they hired Jeff Trailer, Traylor. Which, but when you look at the timestamps from both
1: the, the back of the Norvell ones, that i have and that you have when you leave the timestamps. it's like signing day it's like you know what you want yeah yeah, yeah. oh yeah <laughs> so call, of course i'm not calling you back
0: yeah call me on signing day uh with jim McElwain famously they're better off to just cold call you yeah than to say dm me and say call me because uh when McElwain was at colorado state one time he called me just <laughs> and I, it was like fort collins and i was like hello and he's like hey woody uh, it's jim McElwain, what's up and he's like i need we're trying to finish number 1 in the conference. I'm like, coach, we don't change the rankings on signing day. Like, that's not how it hurts. <laughs> Just because you called me. <laughs> right. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Gets... you know what? We're going to we're going to make you number 1 in the conference. Um so anyway, they hired Jeff Trailer at UTSA, which you, it was weird because Frank Wilson a couple of years ago, remember, they were talking about him getting the old Miss job when he yeah, got fired Yeah, it? It's crazy. Uh, my guess would be he ends up at Kansas or or at LSU. He's a Being a good recruiter, boy Frank is a very good recruiter in the New Orleans area. So someone's going to want him. But they hired Jeff Trailer, who was part of Chad Morris's staff, because he was really good at recruiting Texas, but Beast Texas, as they call it. But I mean, Beast Texas? Yeah, they like East Texas, and they put a B in front of it. I'm so Um, happy I don't live there anymore. um, I I guess I get it, but it's like Arkansas was a spectacular failure for everybody involved. So, it
1: will continue to be. But, but,
0: <laughs> right?
1: Yeah. By the way,
0: we're supposed to be doing this in alphabetical order. I don't know how we ended up missing on Arkansas uh, when we started at, we started at BC. Tom might not put these in order. Well, we've
1: got to talk about Arkansas. No, but.
0: no, we're almost there. We're almost there. We're almost there. Uh, Old Dominion hired Ricky Ronnie, which which hurts. Look, you know what I'm talk about a friend of the show. <laughs> Ricky Ronnie and I go way back. Uh, from he, when? He
1: was a, uh, a, he was a running backs coach at Kansas State under Ronald Prince when I was covering the team. Uh, he was also under James Franklin's offensive coordinatorship, so it was Prince Franklin. Ronnie was like the oh,
0: so that's how Ronnie ended up at Penn State, with yeah, with Franklin.
1: Franklin from the K State ties. He's a really nice guy. I uh, I have not stayed in touch with him,
0: but whenever we were at K State, I enjoyed him. So, boy, thus far reviews are mixed, according to Tom. C plus reviews are <laughs> <laughs> just <it> says reviews. <laughs> so the critics ricky ronnie was one of these guys that was super like maybe because his name sounds cool but when i was in so i for those who don't remember i took all these college football magazines with me to europe and i spent my time reading them and listening to all these podcasts and the amount of time i heard ricky ronnie's name or read it was well he's a young guy through the roof. he's a young charismatic guy and i think that's kind of from the james franklin coaching tree yeah, it was Ricky Ronnie City. So good luck to him at Old Dominion. We know, we always run into those kids on the seven on seven circuit. Okay, now let's get into the heavy stuff. Eli Drinkwitz,
1: <laughs>
0: dude, come on. <laughs> okay, I mean, come on. <laughs> this one was okay. He did decent at App State. They won the conference. Okay, but I mean, it was a don't mess it up situation. Right, it was one season. Oh, this, okay. Tom calls him. This is how you know Tom knows him. Okay. <laughs> Tom, if you're listening, we know. Okay. Drinkwitz has been considered a rising star in the coaching world ever since he came up from the high school ranks with Gus Malzahn. And then he mentions about App State, uh, how, you know, blah, blah, blah. He inherited a program that Scott Serafield built and was only in Boon for one season. So we have no idea how drink will perform
1: oh, drink. when a
0: program is truly his. Drink. Yeah, you know. So he gives him a B. I don't, I mean, I feel like. They, they didn't have to do that. They gave him a 400% raise. Let no. me ask you a question. <laughs> Why didn't anyone interview Josh Heifel? I don't, what is the deal? Who are they, I wouldn't, they give a 400% raise. Who are they bidding against? I think they gave it more, I think I, I read somewhere else that it was more than that because he was making like 750 who was out. the other bidder? I don't know. Same people, <laughs> it was none. Same reason that Nebraska gave Scott Frost a two year extension and now Tennessee's going to give Pruitt an extension. For what? Uh, I don't know. So now there's. I'm not saying that drink is a like necessarily a bad coach. He did pretty well at NC State when he had Ryan Finley, and then he obviously did uh, well. I'm not
1: saying he's a bad coach either. I'm just saying it. I don't know. It's
0: just uninspired. I wasn't like the match wasn't necessarily there. Like, oh, this is a guy we have to go get and pay four million dollars. So, and like I said, I still I'm still here as we sit here in Orlando. I don't think it's one of the worst hire though. Okay, well, okay, we still have, you still have time for the worst one? Is this the next? Okay, so next up is Arkansas. Ding,
1: ding, ding, ding. Okay, no,
0: I don't think this is the, they hired Sam Pittman, who was the offensive line coach at Georgia. Now, Rob and I talked about this when we were hanging out today. This is my only problem with the Sam Pittman hire. I don't don't necessarily think it's a bad hire, he's a bad coach or anything like that. Like, I think he's a great recruiter, speaking of which, at Georgia. I think he knows how to evaluate offensive linemen really well. And he recruits to his type. But the problem was, he was there with Brett Bielema, who was a former offensive line coach and who built the system around the offensive line. And you just fired him two years ago. Yeah. So, and he was on the staff that you fired. So why did we have to go back to him? I don't... I,
1: well, I, we should make the point about the videos, too. Okay,
0: think. so everybody loves him because he makes really yeah. awkward vid- I can't even watch him. That's the thing.
1: I like, got oh, the kids will love this. Nah, the kids will make fun of this. Like, here's the thing that you need to know about teens. They will make fun of
0: everything. You, me, okay, <laughs> everybody, <in> the,
1: <laughs> they're just going to make fun of
0: you. Yeah, they mock, they're not
1: going to be like, oh, that's great, Twitter.
0: <laughs> they mock everything, each other, us. That's that's why I often tell reporters like, no, you cannot do anything that a kid is going to be like, this guy's cool no, because, because you're, you're yeah, an old. Just,
1: you're just going to make fun of.
0: Right. You're, no matter. It doesn't matter your race, it doesn't matter your body type, because because if you're fat, they're like, this guy's a fat loser, what does he know? If you're in shape, they'll be like, this guy thinks he's... <laughs> this guy thinks he misses he's, his glory days. Right, yeah, he thinks yeah. he knows what he's doing. If you, It doesn't matter. This guy's a dorky white guy. This guy's got cool sneakers. Oh, how much money he wasted on his sneakers. <laughs> exactly. I'll steal
1: those off Jeez, of that. He's trying a little too hard there. I'm right.
0: Sure. It yeah. doesn't matter. You will be mocked. You're not going to win over teenagers. No matter what. And I'm, this isn't just football players. No, this is us. This, this is everyone. This is like when I used, to, I used to work with like a youth group. Oh, And just mocking it doesn't matter who everyone's making fun of everyone we'll all the, the time I take the train sometimes in Miami when there are teens in my car
1: and I get them, a little skittish <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want to get teens you
0: know? well that's why uh, that's why you and I tend to open fire first
1: yeah, yeah have them, to. which yeah. they
0: respect if you come at them now the ones that don't you can tell are uh, soft yeah Trey Nixon <laughs> hey Trey Nixon's going to be playing the NFL <laughs> I, well, Trey
1: Nixon I guess I should tell this story now is UCF's He's the best receiver on the team right He's the se- right? se- second best, because they had uh, Gabe Davis. He w- was not signing up for Rivals camp one year. We wanted to get him there because I'd never seen him before. I just heard all this, he's so fast, he's so fast. And he had some thing during the Orlando Rivals camp, and he couldn't make it. And <laughs> I told him, you come to Miami the next weekend. And he made up some excuse. And me just joking with him, I was like, you're just scared of players from Miami, right? That was the last time Trey had ever talked <laughs> to me. <be. laughs> yeah. like, there was no laugh. Like, I was going for a laugh. It was like a stone face. no sir. I never heard from Trey Nixon ever again. Yeah, he did not think that was funny
0: uh, at no, all. I thought um, it was funny. He's having a good career though. Good for him playing for Josh Josh Heupel, who apparently didn't even get a sniff. at <laughs> a <laughs> <laughs> He did
1: give drink for it. Okay, what's long. the
0: difference between him and drink? Okay. <laughs> he doesn't have a
1: cool name.
0: No, no. He took over UCF, went undefeated, lost to this current LSU team. The LSU team that is completely unstoppable. Lost by them to them by 8 points with his, with a backup quarterback. Yeah. This year, in 2019. There is no difference.
1: They were both in don't screw it up situations.
0: Right. Then they go 9-3 this year. Okay, so what? They went 9-3. and three. They lost three games by a combined seven points. I don't see why he's not like... I'm not saying he's a genius. I'm just saying, look at these names. Well, he's no Matt Campbell. Mike Norvell never beat UCF. Ever. Mike
1: Norvell didn't have a real great run against Power 5 teams, period. I was looking at that.
0: <clears throat> okay, so... Sam Pittman, you think it's a you you think it's I think not it's a solid long term
1: hire. Just because
0: I don't, I don't know who they could have hired there. It, it's hard to win Arkansas. Well, man. that's the thing. It's this is it has more to do with the turnaround job and the way that the SEC is right now than him. No, I th- definitely, I don't think like I guess I don't think he's a
1: bad coach. I'm just saying, if you're going to turn Arkansas around, you're going to have to do something splashy and crazy. Like Lane might have been it.
0: Well, I think I think they they tried to get Lane, or I thought they were yeah, going they to did get try, Lane, but something. You know, it depends on who you talk to what happened there. Right, didn't um, I say, who did I say was going to, oh no, because I thought that uh, Napier was getting the Ole Miss job when we did the last show, yeah. and I thought Lane was getting the Arkansas job at one point, and then I told that was off. There so. was some
1: kind of, something happened with the Regents at Arkansas that they did not want Lane.
0: So, you and I weren't in the day-to-day. I do remember making a lot of money when Tennessee played at Florida. I remember when Lane guaranteed that they were going to win. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was because him and Urban Meyer had gotten that, like, recruiting spat where, where Lane had, had said that Urban called kids while they were on a visit to Tennessee. Yep. And then it was made up, and he had to, like, apologize. <laughs> I forgot how many funny things he did. So if he can, can get back to that. I saw he tweeted a picture of, like, Hale State the other day. Yeah. So he, he appears to be – now, I guess we can just go hit him next. We were supposed to do Norvell next. Kiffin to Ole Miss – if it doesn't work... It's going to be good until it's not good. Right, yeah, like, yeah.
1: He, if he can win there, great. But when it goes south there, it's going to go bad. Just because of the way he is and the way the people of Mississippi are, it's just clashing cultural personalities. As long as he's winning, it's going to be great. But boy, when he starts losing, it's going to be uncomfortable. Right. <laughs> I think it's going to be spectacular.
0: This is a three- to five-year job either way. Either he leaves because he's successful after a few years, or... Yeah, there's a downturn, but but I, I, <laughs> they burn his
1: house down. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there's no reason he shouldn't win seven, eight games like as early as next season. I think it's a great hire, especially with him and our boy John. They, they have John Reese Plumley, who's a, the early leader for the commitment issues Heisman next year sure. by far.
1: Jared <laughs> King Award,
0: and they have Jerry and Ely, the running back. So he's got it. He's got two you know star players essentially right away. He's gonna get kids from
1: Florida. I think he's gonna get.
0: The Henry Parrish
1: kid that was looking like he was going to go to Pitt or I think he's going to end up there in the late period. That's a huge get for them. He's a Rivals 250 kid. He'll be able to recruit
0: as how long many, as he's. How many transfers is he going to get, too? That's you, the other know. Thing. Well, yeah. you know he
1: likes the transfer portal.
0: Yeah, he's going to load up on the portal. So they're going to be ready to go next year. Um, okay, Mike Norvell. We did talk about this one before, I believe. Oh, wait, no, we didn't because it wasn't done yet. We no, kind of hinted yeah. that it would be done last week at this time. Um, this one is, okay, so I'm kind of mixed. You've known Norvell for a long time, like you mentioned. He mm-hmm. did a very good job at Memphis, but he did take over a good program. Now, he sustained it. I do like the way his staff has evaluated and put guys in. I mean, they, they put guys in the NFL that were walk-ons or two-stars. He's got to get
1: somebody that knows the roadmap in Florida. He's never, I went back to his own class, he's never recruited a Florida kid. There was not one single Florida high school kid on that Memphis team when he was there. Uh, and it, as I've said on this show, recruiting Florida isn't like recruiting Montana. You don't call the high school coach, right? you got to know who to talk to, right? And I, I think he's okay with that. I think that's going to serve him well because I don't think it bothers him. But he's got to get somebody on that staff that knows who the people to call are so that I, have to advise him.
0: Well, so they're keeping Duggins. That will help. And they're keeping Odell. Uh, depends defense you ask with him. Okay, but, I mean, let me tell you something. He knows who to call.
1: <laughs> tweeted tweet out. <laughs> I,
0: no, no. Yeah, I can tell you that based in Tennessee, he knew how to call, he knew who to call. So my guess would be he can figure out who to call. More
1: commitment issues, code words, knowing who to call.
0: My guess would be he can figure out who to call. Now the problem is when a new coach gets a job, they get attacked by and and this was like us. Remember when we started they in our various attacked. jobs, we get attacked by people. And you don't know who to trust until you get to see their players. Yeah, and you don't want to blow off their wrong
1: guy right away.
0: Right, so you end up being nice to everyone, and then you realize real quick, you sort out after a year, basically, who's... Now, luckily, you had the advantage of me telling you yeah. who was really full of it. But then new people crop up every Oh, year, yeah, so <laughs> it's a new guy, you
1: know? <laughs> oh, you know, one of these days when we're not in this job anymore, we'll do the... Uh... The handler newcomer of the year. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's the problem though. we won't know them. Yeah. We won't, they won't know us. They'll be calling whoever's next. Um, so that's the question on Norvell. Like I said, he, ne- he never beat UCF ever. Not yeah, he I mean didn't
1: really recruit Florida.
0: Right, the year they won the conference is when they were down. Uh, didn't recruit Florida. But and, and I heard some people like I heard, actually heard Andy Staples say Memphis is more is it, Memphis is the most talented area in Tennessee. No, it's not. Okay, it's not. It's not. Nashville has more players. I'm sorry than Memphis. Nashville is like a booming city. Yeah. You know, it's not just bachelorettes. There's some. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like Phoenix was like Phoenix years ago. Phoenix has
1: got guys now.
0: Right. They, I like, was looking
1: at that class when I was covering Arizona, and I mean in those two classes it was Kyle Hound, Christian Kirk. Mark Andrews. Yeah. Like, all these guys. Uh, Nikhil Harry. All these guys in the NFL. I feel like F- Nationals kind of turning into that.
0: Now. Right. I think there's now six or seven starting quarterbacks from Arizona, from that Phoenix area. Yeah. You know, the Purdy's of the world and, and whoever else. So, um, oh, and the Purdue starter was also from, from there. So, he knows what to do. I'm just saying, you know, the, the point Andy was making was, oh, if he could recruit in Memphis then and hold off all those people there, it's like, nope. First of all, Tennessee just gave up on recruiting Memphis for like five, because Butch Jones and his staff started, and then they realized it ain't it's happening it's for insane, us. Man. Well, because Memphis is also six hours away from Knoxville, which people don't realize. I mean, yeah. it's technically in Tennessee, but it's, I mean... It's closer to Ole Miss. I think it's, it's closer to like five other SEC it's, it's like, what, an hour away from It's closer Oxford? to Missouri yeah. than, than... So, yeah, I mean, you're talking about... Uh, it
1: might
0: not even be an hour away from Oxford. It might be closer. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's about an hour about and then, you know, it, Oxford is here, Tuscaloosa's here, Starkville's here. I can't wait for Lane to be going to the living rooms in Memphis. No, yeah, Lane will be in Memphis big time. (laughs) I would be, listen, if you have a commit from Memphis right now, I'd be worried until the ink is dry on that paper, because he's definitely going to be giving it a shot. All right, uh, Jimmy Lake, we talked about this one a little bit, taking over for Chris Peterson. Uh, People
1: love him, I don't know a lot about him, I know that they kind
0: of pushed out Peterson to keep him, that's kind of what it seems like, right? Well, I'm told that Peterson's a deep thinker. He quoted an Eastern, yeah. you know, did you hear? He quoted a philosopher, yeah. East, East Asian philosopher, during his press conference. The well, line for football coaches isn't very high. Okay, Chris Peterson was washed. <laughs> he didn't want to do the job anymore, and they were like, "All right, you went six and six. Go pick, this
1: other dude. Right?
0: Go go quote you know these philosophers go, put, somewhere. Go go Walden Pond, <laughs> right? Exactly. So." Uh, thanks to Chris, because now we get to hear his name come up for every college opening next year. Oh, he's the
1: new John Gruden. Yeah, too. yeah. yeah so I wonder the, if we'll still be doing the Stoops thing next year, if he's going to just the, turn into Peterson.
0: If he has a big year in the XFL. So, Jimmy Lake is a, you want to talk about a good evaluator of talent, especially a DB, uh, actually is a good recruiter, <laughs> which... He's the one that's responsible
1: for getting Buddha Baker there, correct? Yeah, yeah, he got
0: all those guys. I mean, you go look at their DBs to last, like three, four, five years. He recruited them. The, the only problem is he moved up pretty quickly from position coach to coordinator, too. So you, you wonder about that. But, but that's know. fine in
1: Washington. It's not like he's in L.A. Right. <laughs> Chip Kelly
0: did the same thing in Oregon, so it's not. Yeah, I couldn't. I could it's not like the media, it's going to be
1: overwhelming for
0: them. <laughs> yeah, there'd be like three guys there from the. Remember, there used to be two papers in Seattle. I used to make a lot of money working for the old P.I. They, Tampa used to be a two-paper town, too. And then the dying, the failing newspaper industry is sad. <laughs> uh, okay, Rutgers, our our boy, <laughs> Greg Sciano. The
1: only coach that has ever had a fan base riot for him <laughs> and riot against him and back to me. <laughs>
0: it's truly amazing. Uh, I actually think, you know, this is about as good, like we talked about, this is about as good as it's going to get for them. I mean, everybody knows him there. What's weird about New Jersey is there's all I mean, there's all those private schools where the coaches really wield a lot of power. I mean, remember the... Remember the coach who was trying to dictate if pictures could be posted uh, of the kid yeah, or not?
1: Because they're uh, they're they're at a they were a Nike school or something. Yeah, yeah.
0: So so we had a Remember coach trying to dictate to us. Uh, the kid came to our camp, and his high school coach was saying we couldn't use pictures of the kid hey, that you we guess took what at we the call camp. Coach. And then, well, yeah, and then it was like we were going round and round on it. Then the kid was. Then the kid was complained The kid went on Twitter and complained, "Why aren't there more pictures of me?" Or yeah, yeah like, a-
1: well, because the coach told us we weren't allowed to use them.
0: It was a whole mess. So the point is. Shiano's, those coaches have a lot of power, and Shiano knows all of them. They're all his cronies. They do somehow. Texas coaches and New Jersey area coaches still yeah. retain some sort of power. And and they're going to get a lot of trans. I mean, they're going to get loaded up with transfers coming in there. Our boy Arthur Sitkowski out of the portal, staying at. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> and he saved a year of eligibility. So. <laughs> awesome. Best of both worlds. He's not playing. Um,. Couple old timers; these jobs haven't been filled. You know, Bob Davey did pretty well at New Mexico. He did get in. There was a little bit of trouble for him, like screaming at his players or something. He resigned. Jeff Tedford resigned, and they haven't filled those jobs yet. The um, terms of the guys. Jeff that, Tedford resigned. Yeah, you remember he had some health problems he in the NFL, uh, the NFL yeah, at the yeah, Tampa. Yeah. He had to resign too. I think that helped out missed that? Yeah, so he he's out. I thought Arroyo was going to get that job actually when it came. When it came open, so... um, Secondary of the year. How about the extended? Do you want to hear which coaches got extended? Pruitt, Frost. No, no, Pruitt hasn't gotten his yet. So, so far, Hugh Freeze, by the way, after going going seven and five. I think he's got buckshot. Uh, James Franklin extended. He he was obviously up for jobs. P.J. Fleck, up for jobs. Uh, Campbell... Up Maybe
1: or, up for jobs.
0: <laughs> best coach ever. you got to hang yeah, on to Yeah, up him. for every job. Mike Leach extended. So he did. He definitely interviewed, right? Yeah. Uh, and then uh, that's it. Those are the only ones that have been announced so far. Retained coaches, which means. You're going to be well, fired soon. Helton. Helton. Uh, Kevin Sumlin. Uh, somebody on the East Coast, too. Will Muschamp. That's it. Joe Moorhead. Derek Mason. So we could have another three or four coaches next year. Well, there's always a
1: second wave too. Somebody else is going to
0: get fired because, as I say
1: every year, there's always like a sexual harassment scandal or like something happens. There'll be another spin at the coaching carousel like two months from now.
0: It could be, a, it could be the NFL thing. I mean, someone is going to want to hire Matt Rule now, despite him not Somebody's being Matt Campbell. Somebody's
1: going to Campbell, want to hire Lincoln
0: Riley. Someone's going to hire Lincoln Riley. Someone, maybe someone will hire Matt Campbell.
1: be <laughs> <laughs> great. <laughs> Matt Campbell is now the coach of the New England <laughs> Patriots.
0: Yeah Bill, Belichick, yeah, Bill Belichick's washed. He's the Chris <laughs> Peterson of uh, the NFL. So, all right, those are all the jobs. Uh, that was the rundown. We can go over these again in a few years. Yeah, I mean, I don't... We, we may not be working here in a few years, the way things are going. Uh, <laughs> especially given the state of this hotel room. Um, all right, real quick, I had a couple other topics. Uh, do you want to talk about Kaylee Ringo shooting a gun here on his... <laughs>
1: Blasted, as he called it. Yeah, so,
0: so Kaylee Ringo, five-star uh, defensive back from the Arizona area, or from Phoenix, right?
1: Yep, mm-hmm. from uh, uh, uh
0: He is uh, on a visit to Georgia right now, and he posted he posted, a, <laughs> he posted a, photos of him at a gun range and said, Bussin on a visit.
1: Bussin! <laughs> I would like to show and explain that video to somebody from London. Like, yeah. not only do I have to explain college sports to you, I need to now explain to you why this teenager has a gun.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's, out here, <laughs> he's out here bussing on a visit. Uh, real quick, Stanford. Now, this, oh, this is another one. There's been rumors about David Shaw being like... He's the, going to take a seven-on-seven seven job. No, no, about like the Panthers wanting him and a couple other people. Eleven Stanford players have gone to the portal since the season ended. Yeah, he's leaving then. So you think he's gone? That could be huge. Who would they hire?
1: Why would you transfer away from Stanford? Ooh, yeah, right. Just <laughs> Stay, man. <laughs> like,
0: Eleven players?
1: I mean, you're talking about getting bad advice. You're, you, you go to
0: Stanford, just get the degree. You're good. <laughs> right. I mean, there's some names here, guys that we had ranked. So, I don't know. I, I'm I'm watching that situation. Put that under your hat, Commitment Issues listeners. 11 players into the portals usually means uh, something is up, and that has been the rumor uh, for a while there. Let me see what else I had Cook, I had a couple other things cooking. I mean, it's clear he hates recruiting, right? Uh,
1: he he is always talking about how much he hates 7-on-7 seven seven and how he won't talk to 7-on-7 seven seven coaches. He's one of these guys that goes out of his way to make sure you know he doesn't really like recruiting.
0: <laughs> okay, so I wanted to read this. I wanted to talk about this. Um, Experts explain why Miami can't break out of their rut, written by... Uh, it's from the Miami Herald. I saw the headline. I don't know if uh, Barry Jackson wrote it. I can't read it. It's on yeah, behind, behind the paywall. Yep. Uh, it says, as a former Canes coach said, Miami not getting in a bidding, bidding war with cheating schools And then they use a for picture players. of Franklin Wingo. Which, yeah. Oh. <laughs> and many other factors have contributed to the Canes malaise. Uh, I mean, I think it's pretty naive. So I know Barry's been a... 27-year veteran, as it says on his uh, Twitter. By the way, his thing is FLA Sports Buzz. That's what he made his Twitter. That's his Twitter handle. You think he got in on that early?
1: Yeah, it must have been the name of his old blog or something. Yeah,
0: so so anyway, Barry, uh, I, I get it, but, I mean, I'm not taking the word of anybody that says, oh, yeah, they're not cheating. That's why they're not recruiting. Like, Come on, man. Like, <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> I mean, are we not... <laughs> Let's just say, don't throw stones, you know what I mean? <laughs>
1: look, yeah, I mean, there's always so much you can say here.
0: All right, so uh, I wish we could talk more about that, but we can't read the story. Sorry, Barry. Don't put it, you know, I know it's paywall season. Um, you
1: don't have a subscription, I just don't know my login.
0: Oh, you do? To the Miami Herald? Yeah, I have a
1: print subscription, so I assume I have access Man,
0: online. Look at you, the supporting local businesses. Mm-hmm. Did you see, <laughs> you did reply to this tweet of, uh, oh, that's what I want to talk about. Javion Cohen. Okay, so...
1: Oh! (laughs) Screenshot season.
0: So Javion Cohen is a four-star offensive lineman from one of your old favorite high schools, uh, Central, in in Phoenix Phoenix City. City,
1: Central, Alabama. In Alabama.
0: Great school for pumping out talent. That's also a great
1: football field there where if you walk the sidelines, the time zone changes on you. Oh, that's right. So if you get to to the
0: end zone, you're at Eastern
1: time. (laughs) But (laughs) you go a little bit further (laughs) to the, the other end zone, you're suddenly at Central time.
0: Also... Great sunsets at that stadium, too. I remember the sunsets kind of like yeah. behind the stadium.
1: I, I've been in that stadium many times where they've said lots of prayers on the field <laughs> before the game, despite it
0: being <laughs> a public school. So that's where Justin Ross went, correct? Uh-huh. And I'm trying to think of that. a linebacker, too, before him. Markel Benton. Yep. Uh, who's at Alabama. So a lot lot, of, lot of Alabama-Auburn recruiting live release. So Cone initially committed to South Carolina, kind of blew up in the spring, ended up flipping to Auburn. Now, he'd been committed. He'd been flirting uh, very hard with Alabama. Uh, he, I think he was taking an official there this weekend, and most people expected he was going to announce on Wednesday and flip. Well, our Auburn side, Auburn Sports, <laughs> came out with a story <laughs> saying that Auburn had pulled his scholarship. Basically, not a take, which we all know, if you've listened to our many episodes where we've done the reason why guys aren't a take... The dude was – he was clearly going to Alabama. Auburn was like, all right, forget it. We don't want this guy on our commitment. Yes. We don't want – You can't quit. You can't quit. I fired you. Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So uh, then JV went t- takes –
1: Screenshots Gus.
0: Right. Yeah. S- screenshots of text and s- of him texting the coach saying, hey, I want to decommit. And the timing line up, it was earlier yeah, in the Yeah, Gus
1: response. call me at noon or something. Yeah,
0: yeah. And uh, the tweet is now gone. I did screenshot it on my phone. But, but yeah, he screenshotted the text and put it up there. And, and, t- and tweeted it uh, and said, oh, they pulled my offer, huh? I wonder who, who talked him into taking it down. Well, the, you never know of it, because sometimes they'll tweet. He, kids will, do, as we know from Twitter and Instagram, people will put stuff up and take it right back down. Yeah. So, uh, the best part of this whole story was Mike Farrell saying, isn't screen-grabbing Snapchat the worst <laughs> sin known to man?
1: I feel like, Mike, that's
0: not Snapchat. It wasn't Snapchat. It was a uh, just an iMessage, and it said iMessage on the screen. We, so.
1: You know what we need to do is get Mike on the show and just
0: ask him to explain certain forms of social media? Like, <laughs> What's TikTok, Mike? <laughs> well, I do, have this, I do have this slang planned. Remember, I'm going to have him ask uh, uh, what slang terms are. So that is on my list uh, for this week. By the way, I will be hosting a bunch of videos with Mike, uh, which you can watch on Twitter, on YouTube. Hopefully on Instagram. I have the Instagram password now, by the way, so it's on there as well. So uh, be on the lookout for that. You can watch me. Uh, you know. Mike, what is Vosk? <laughs> you
1: know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No way. I
0: don't even know what that is. What's you the- know what Vosk is. It's like for girls with scrunchies. <laughs> oh, girls. V- oh, no. V- VSCO. I think is what they call it. I don't think they pronounce it like that. Oh, yeah. Whatever it is. Anyway, is that how you say it? I don't know. I'm not. <laughs> Yeah, well, anyway. Vosco? So, I don't know. Yeah, I think it's called VSCO. I think. I think it's Visco. Is it? Yeah. I thought you said all four letters. No, I think it's Visco. Visco girl. Did you Google it? Yeah. All right, we'll look. We'll look. Do I know one? I know a couple Visco girls. Okay, <laughs> oh, so God, we're going to ask them. Ask them. All right, so uh, that was. I love these Alabama Auburn recruiting rivalries, though, don't you? It happens every year. This it's so petty, too. Right. Yeah, that's why I like it. I, I really enjoyed that one. So Auburn comes out on the short end of this one. Um, so, but that was funny. Poor Mike. All right, so.
1: I'm, I'm, I'm asking the question now.
0: Okay, we're going to find out before the end of the show. Now, I did. did you, you probably didn't see this. Uh, Oregon won the Pac-12, right? Yes. And they only got two players on the all-conference team. <laughs> did you see that?
1: Yeah, you told me.
0: Four, four all-conference honorees. Now, John Wilner who works at the uh i don't know if he still does he always worked at the san jose mercury news anyway he he wrote this column saying that he uh oregon received unprecedented treatment from pac-12 head coaches and we have the data to prove it our conclusion it was personal (laughs) he thinks that the coaches are mad at the way oregon's like recruiting and uh yeah, Oregon, Ducks finished four games ahead of Washington, but had half the number of all-conference players. So he thinks, uh, he really thinks that the coaches are like, you know, kind of like a, it's kind of like an FU. Yeah, it's the Old Boys' club. I, I thought it was, I thought it was interesting. Um, so, uh, Utah, which didn't beat USC and didn't beat Oregon and didn't win the conference championship, which I was told will be a pick um if they play Kansas State in a game. <laughs> didn't, uh, and won two and a half times the number of all conference selections as the Ducks. So Utah got ten players, and Oregon got four. You saw them. This, these votes happened after that game was played, where Oregon just completely dominated them. Yeah, no, it doesn't make any sense to me. It's very weird. So um, boy, John. John's got a. This is a long column by John. I'm trying to get the. Uh, I'm trying to get his why they hate him. Uh, maybe it's a coincidence. Uh, maybe they. Uh, I mean, he is a little bit different culturally. And well, the, the thing is, he's not. Yeah, he says, he says maybe coaches around the conference just don't like Cristobal for whatever reason. We know he's intense, we know he's tough, and we know he's an ultra aggressive recruiter whose SEC style it. and resounding success have brought disruption to the orderly world of Pac 12 recruiting. I think that's it. Think about this. Think about how, how crazy it is that we talk about.
1: How late Pac 12 schools offer. Right. Crystal Wall to do that. <laughs> like, he'll offer sophomores and juniors. That doesn't happen out west. Really. Well, it's mean, so, something that has not happened out
0: there. Famously, I remember a kid telling me that he was going to the West Coast with his family for like a vacation. And, he, and this was like a high level kid. And he's like, Oh, I want to visit uh, UCLA while I'm yeah, there. I remember there. this. And uh, so then he, I texted him, I was like, Hey, you still going to UCLA? And he's like, No, nah, I'm not going to go. And I go, Oh, well, you changed your mind? He's like, nah. the coaches said they're on vacation all month. <laughs> all, all month. Yeah. The entire month of July. Yeah. Now we're on vacation. That doesn't happen down here. No. So, and so it
1: is different, like, recruiting culturally out there on the West Coast. And like I said, they don't offer until – they're always the last ones to offer. USC isn't out there offering sophomores.
0: Okay, so the other day I was – I saw Mario Cristobal on Thursday night – at 1130, crossing the street in Atlanta when I, was t- I was t- said hi to him and Panay Sewell's parents, almost got my Yeezys wet, it was, it was near crisis, <laughs> so I was wearing those white Yeezys with the suit. By the way, Jonathan Taylor of Wisconsin, Amazing. mid-press conference goes, hey Woody, man, I love that suit, in the middle <laughs> while holding the dope walker trophy in front of an entire room of people. It was a crowning achievement in my life. So, uh, He's great. I told you. He's, you know, I, I've been beating the Taylor
1: Drum all year on
0: this show. And he was nice to me. Uh, and they covered Like I said, they won the championship. That's true. yeah. You did get that one right. Barely. You were sweating it. <laughs> yeah. you, were, you were sweating it when Ohio State kicked that late field goal. So, uh, I do have – also, I did a thing where I went to the college football awards And I interviewed all the players, Chase Young. uh, I didn't interview Joe Burrow because their flight was in late, so he wasn't there on time. I interviewed Chase Young, Jonathan Taylor, J.K. Dobbins, Justin Fields, where I asked them if they remembered what their rival's ranking was and if we got it right or wrong. And every single person (laughs) said we got it wrong except maybe Jonathan Taylor and Justin Fields. Cause yeah. He was the number two yeah. overall player,
1: but he, but he still probably wanted to No, so no. He, got it he
0: said, he said, he, he said, I still think I should have won MVP at the five star challenge over Trevor, though. So. <laughs> no, no. Tell did. you what, Trevor's
1: about to win MVP at the college football playoff <laughs> challenge over <laughs> Justin Fields. Yeah, they're
0: fighting each other. So, anyway, look for that video. That's going to be a very good video, especially. Or maybe we'll do a few of them because because uh, I think I, I'm sitting there one on one, just like we're talking right now. I just. Chase Young is just sitting there at a table looking at his phone. I mean, with you can't get like, that
1: in the SEC media days. You know, what we should do is do those same questions. Except let's find the guys that we rank two stars that now work at, like, cardio. <laughs> and like, hey, did we get your ranking right?
0: Well, the guys who email us and like, can you please take my profile down? I'm trying to get a job. And I, <laughs> we get emails like that all the time where people are like, hey, this is the number one Google image search that comes There's up. Yeah,
1: some, like, two-star <laughs> I'd never take it down. It's like,
0: good luck. Hey, guys. Well, I warn kids now when we take their pictures. I'm like, this is it. This picture's going to be up there forever. Yeah, it's going to live in the internet. So anyway, what I was saying about Cristobal... So I see him 1130 at night, right? I see him. And I'm like, hey, what's up, coach? You know, I dap everybody up. Panay School's dad is a massive human, gives me a giant hug. And then I was like, I'll see you guys, you know, in San Antonio or whatever. And the next morning, I get up and I'm on Twitter and Cristobal is doing an in-home visit with Kaylee Ringo in Arizona. Wow. And I'm like, when did he fly? How did he? I mean, it was before noon. The, the Oregon Jet,
1: man. Ducks fly
0: together. Right. He definitely flew in the, the, the one that Willie Taggart used to interview with Florida State. <laughs> God bless. Like, what a, that, that was one of the most underrated stories ever that Willie Taggart... Used the Oregon Jet Yeah, he, <laughs> to fly to <the> an interview. <laughs> he got in a plane. Well, what's funny is... A role, <laughs> Arroyo was with them because they were—they had a, that quarterback come in from Arizona, the one who Tyler Shug or yeah, whatever. Yeah. They flew from Oregon to Arizona to visit him to assure him everything was going to be fine. And Willie Taggart met with the Florida State coaches. <laughs>
1: Can we tell the? Uh, I'm still trying to get him on the show, so I don't want—I don't want to ruin it. The Tennessee visit.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we're going to do that. We're, that's an off-season series we're going to do for sure. So, um, so anyway, big shout out to Cristobal for pissing people off, which we always. Uh, we love disruptors on this podcast. Yeah, because we are a couple of disruptors. Um I was <laughs> I was excited I was excited for Jeff Scott as I can, as I scroll through here. NBA ratings are in decline. Can you believe it? Um Oh, we had Coach Sent we, we didn't talk about Pittman. We didn't talk about how he had the Arkansas Twitter account blocked. Did you see that? That <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> was pretty funny. Man, I still don't response from our certified Visco girl here. Um no. Well, I wonder, let me just google it how is it pronounced it's pronounced visco are you sure i'm pretty sure man pronounced okay uh pronounced visco yeah. not v-s-c-o there you go so so the fact that they had to put it means somebody's saying it like i said it. i must have heard it from somebody must have but they see oh what? and now we got a response to our visco girl. It's pronounced visco what is the G- caitlin why do people use it though instead of instagram it's
1: more for, like, fashion. Like, it's just
0: girls and scrunchies, pretty much.
1: I well, I know what it is, but I just
0: don't see much difference in I it. I think
1: it's, like, girls only Instagram. I don't think there are a lot of dudes on Visco.
0: Well, I think there's not, like... I don't think you can leave, like, comments or... Right? There's not a lot of, like... Yeah, it's like a shop-my-look situation, I think. Right. Yeah. Um, tweet of the week real quick. The night the playoff rankings came out and Oklahoma got in, uh, Dallas Warmack tweeted, You're welcome. <laughs> Because <laughs> they beat Utah, which I thought was I thought was pretty funny. Uh, also, oh, deleted tweet. Dang it. It was one of these coaches talking about how they, you know, a uh, yeah. guy doesn't have his pants pulled up. And mm-hmm. our boy Ricky Williams, Sr., not to be confused with Ricky Williams, Jr., tweeted, could explain why y'all five and six, what happened to evaluate it. <laughs> I've enjoyed that. So that's been the new backlash. So you have these like lower-level coaches that put these fake scenarios. Yeah, if right. you're asleep in class, forget it. Not only will we not recruit you, but I will nail you to a cross. Right. <laughs> I will come to your desk and chop your head off like Ned Stark if you're sleeping, <laughs> if your head is down. Because
1: you don't deserve to live.
0: Right. Um, yeah, that, <laughs> that was pretty funny. Um, so, uh, wait, did Miami Columbus win the state championship? Yeah, they did. All the all the South Florida teams won. So there was a little controversy going on here with Uncle Luke, yeah. where he tweeted, here's the reason why you can't just recruit private school players. They are privileged, spoiled, and the dog has been taken out of them, except Columbus. And then a kid, remember this kid? <laughs> tweeted
1: the score, yeah, tweeted the score of them blowing out Columbus.
0: Yeah, 2021 Nick uh, Vadiato, Nice Italian uh, no, he's a. Mm-hmm. His dad has won. His yeah. dad'll tell you that his rankings are wrong. So he's uh he retweeted the, the headline and put LOL but Columbus won the state title, so take that, Nick.
1: Yeah, but I mean I don't
0: know. Luke has been on one lately. He's he's completely lost his mind. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely had time for uh he's had time for a for a lot of things, hasn't he? Yeah,
1: it's recently and you know, it's always some weird misspellings in there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. Yeah, uh, All the UConn players are transferring Who retweeted Oh, who retweeted this tweet? Uh, th- Rob Cassie. There's a chance We'll hinge on how he looks Against other blue chip guys At the All-Star game I can't remember which one he's in about Dexter We'll be at both And the person retweeted you and said You mean how he dominated the opening? <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's an internal joke But I didn't see that one Yeah, I sent it Um so anyway, uh, let's see. Oh, here we go. This is the one. This is the one. Quincy had it. So Robert Cross tweeted, Recruits, it's not a good look when a college coach visits your school only to find you asleep in class with headphones on. If you refuse a free education in high school, no football program is going to pay money for you to receive a college education. Thanks for the heads up.
1: Hey, Did he tweet the car emoji? Yeah, hashtag,
0: well, hashtag car emoji. See a kid. Uh, yeah, period, period. So period.
1: he's insinuating anyway, that this actually happened, which yeah. is a
0: lie. And this is a, The thing is, these coaches are always schools that I have known never, never, never existed.
1: That don't even give out, like, scholarship. Right,
0: linebackers coach yeah. Johnson C. Smith University. Yeah. I, our, well, it's because
1: any decent football coach worth it knows how stupid that comes off.
0: So do you think they're trying to, like, get attention? I mean, you got 12,000 likes. It yeah, worked. it's
1: four coaches by coaches.
0: Okay, yeah. So Quincy says... Or, check this out, you could recruit them and coach them on and off the field, or wag your finger at them and try and look cool on Twitter for retweets and likes. Mm-hmm. Quincy's always about it, man. Yeah, Quincy's uh, d- definitely got time to, uh, he's got time to do that. I also, I also laughed really hard uh, the other night, did you see Russell Wilson a couple weeks ago when he uh, when he threw the pass and it got tipped and then he tried to bat it and then it got intercepted? Yeah, yeah, yeah and uh, this girl uh, or this girl this guy Ben Muth said uh, Bill Polian was right when he said Russell Wilson should switch to libero before the draft <laughs> which is a, a volleyball position yeah. I, I laughed so hard oh, It's pretty good. I laughed so hard when I read that so uh, that was very funny Ben read, I'm going to save that one in the favor so, we didn't start
1: tweeting people and or tagging them in the
0: tweet of the yeah, week yeah and let them know their tweet of the week hey uh, yeah, if we had someone to do social media for us that would be That would be great uh, to help us uh, there. Uh, Rants and recommendations. What was I so so mad about something at the airport yesterday? Oh, I got a crazy Woody story. I didn't even tell you this in real life. Okay. So, the, for those of you who don't know, the Atlanta airport's just permanently under construction. Yeah. They said, it was supposed to be done by the Super Bowl. It'll be done for the Super Bowl. Okay, the Super Bowl is now 11 months ago, and it's never, it's not even close. There's like cranes and stuff, right? So, I thought they had, by the way, I thought they'd finished the North Terminal because they had moved over. I went to pick someone up at the North Terminal the other day, <laughs> completely under construction. So, uh, anyway, it's never going to be done. You're talking about like you're walking to your car and there's someone welding above you and the <laughs> sparks are like flying down. You're like, is that safe? Oh, so random, man. Yeah, man, we'll be done soon. <laughs> so, so anyway, uh, so anyway, I'm going to go to the airport yesterday. I've got all this stuff with me. Um. Uh, so, some reason there's a produce truck like, no, that's a miami thing. right pulling through <laughs> like, i guess to drop someone off i don't know and they get stopped and they stop right on the crosswalk mm-hmm. and there's like because there's construction there's like gate there's like a little fence retaining wall thing so you can't squeeze by so there's a cop there that's supposed to be directing traffic but he can't do anything and basically we're all trapped behind this thing and the dude in the truck's like sorry like he he waves to me like, I'm sorry, man, like I, I get that I shouldn't have pulled up this far. Well, I look and there's a gap behind him, a pretty sizable gap between him and the car. And I go, You can back up. Right? And then we can all fit through. He starts backing up the car behind him. Just lays on the horn, right? I hate that. The guy Let me see you. The bro. guy had like fifteen feet and I was like guiding him, like, okay, you people know. just
1: want to uh, a certain power, I don't know what. So he
0: starts to back up, they on the horn. He like slams on the brakes and he looks at me like, what's going on, dude? And I'm like, you've got room, you know? He starts backing up the horn and I couldn't see if it was a man or a woman driving. They start honking again and I just lose a classic Woody. <laughs> <laughs> Great place for us to see me lose my mind is in the airport pickup and drop yeah, off.
1: I saw you slap a little
0: of the car once. Yeah, I slapped a car, you saw me cuss at that family. <laughs> remember? <laughs> you
1: saw me. Yeah, it was a mom and dad and two little kids.
0: Why Did, did they honk at us or something? They honked at you. Yeah. You walked out in front of them
1: and you told them to F their S and Fs. Yes. In
0: front of the old kids. Boy, give the kids a lesson on what an alpha looks like. <laughs> so, so anyway, she honks the horn again and I lose it. I start flipping her off and cussing Loudly Hold on.
1: a minute ago we hadn't confirmed whether
0: she was male or female Well, she's or he I don't know I couldn't see Fair enough. I really Well, maybe we if we were far away because there was such a giant gap behind the car, okay? <laughs> so eventually the guy does back they're still laying on the horn to the point where when I, mean, I walked in front, still honking, and there's a cop there directing traffic, and I'm walking now I've stopped in the middle of the crosswalk, double middle fingers. <laughs>
1: So screaming yes yeah,
0: screaming at them to f off and there's a cop there directing traffic and he just looks at me and just starts laughing like the cop is laughing other people are like what's wrong with this guy there's like three rows of bumper to bumper traffic and i'm just double middle fingers But the cop, you know, in a normal city, a cop might be like, sir, 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 calm down. In Atlanta, the cop is sitting there laughing, (laughs) enjoying every minute of it. So uh, big shout to him and uh, big shout to all the people who got to see me being crazy at the airport. (laughs) So I guess that's the only story. I thought I had something to complain about. Um... By the way, I'm still watching a morning show. It's still horrible. Uh,
1: yeah, you got to stop
0: that. Um, what other show am I watching? Oh, I'm watching Looking for Alaska, which I've almost finished with. Limited series on Hulu. Not bad. I watched that Noel movie.
1: Man, I haven't watched anything. I watched Home Alone the
0: other day. Uh, Home Alone is terrible. Did you like it?
1: Yeah, it's fine.
0: It's I, pretty bad. It. Yeah, I mean, it's objectively a bad movie, of course.
1: It's I hated 80, it when I was a kid. Whatever. No,
0: I hated it as a kid. And everybody would want to watch it, and I'd get so mad. I just
1: don't like Christmas movies, period. Except I did watch one about Santa's daughter on Netflix, I think, where she's like emo. <laughs> it's, it's a whole thing. She meets this guy. She goes away to college. It was really...
0: So does she, does she hate... Uh...
1: She hates being... Well, she doesn't hate being Santa's daughter, but she hates living in the North Pole, so she wants to get away and go to a regular person college. Uh, but she's been promised to Jack Frost's daughter. To Jack Frost's son. Oh, oh It would have been good if it was <laughs> to, to, to know, the daughter. To marriage. <laughs> uh, but so she goes off and ends up meeting this other guy, and Santa's got a Ferrari in this movie for some reason. <laughs> it's really, I don't know. That's the last thing I watched.
0: Okay. All right. Well, I watched Noël on Disney+, Plus, and I was going to tweet more like... Uh, the name of my movie is Santa Girl, by the way. Okay. So I watched Noël, and I was going to tweet more like no way in hell am I watching this movie again so I always try to come up with the movie name more like I usually text them to Rob uh but I it was okay it wasn't bad it's definitely better than like a Hallmark but it had so here's the thing here's the thing that I want the reason I wanted you to watch it okay so the movie I looked it up it was filmed in Vancouver BC and at this outlet mall in Atlanta that I recognized, I was like, I know where that is. And I looked up the shots on on uh, Google and it was the same, right? So, but half of the movie takes place in Phoenix and it's like half green screen and like, if you, they're definitely not in Phoenix, right? Sure. But to establish that they're in Phoenix, every single time they show the guy in Phoenix, he's wearing... Phoenix sports gear <laughs> And all over the walls Is Phoenix stuff So in the first scene He's wearing a Phoenix Suns T-shirt with a blazer Then later The second half of the movie He's wearing an Arizona State Long sleeve tee That's bright yellow which <laughs> is Arizona State And you go into his office there's a, a Phoenix Suns hoop on the wall, and a giant Arizona Cardinals poster. Like, and it's insane. And it's the movie. the
1: movies are great, It's man. like,
0: hi, we are now in Arizona. We are clearly in Arizona. It's hot here in Arizona. I'm like, nobody cares about Phoenix. So it's got Anna Kendrick, Bill Hader, Shirley MacLaine, Um, Anna
1: Kendrick got a producer's credit on it, too, right? (laughs) I'm
0: sure. I mean, it's got Billy Eichner, so it's got a bunch of funny people you'd recognize. And then the dude from Phoenix is just like some bro who's like a... uh,
1: Why do these famous people do these movies?
0: Just they want to do a Christmas movie? I just have to imagine. I mean, it has to just be a boatload of money. To do, like, no worries. Well, because... yeah, Not to mention, it wasn't even on... It didn't even... It was just a Disney Plus movie. So how much did they have to pay Anna Kendrick? I mean... Well, Disney's got a lot of money. Right, right, but I'm saying, if you're Anna Kendrick, star of stage and screen, yeah. she did get to sing a little bit, too. You know, she likes to... Yeah, she does like to sing. I actually like that one hit song she
1: had, Cups or whatever.
0: Yeah, that was a good one. That wasn't her song, though. I think that's, like, been a song that's been around. Yeah, she did a good job. Yeah, that was a good song. No, I like, the, you know, I like Pitch Perfect. By the way, you're looking good here, UCLA, <laughs> down 11. I know, I've been getting text. Oh, okay. Uh, so, is garbage basketball. <laughs> they're 7-3, though, huh? I don't know how. Well, anyway, all right, so that wraps it up for us. So I think the plan is it's signing day next week. If anything crazy, we'll definitely do one right after. I mean, usually we would do like our predictions ahead of time, but...
1: The Not-A-Take Spectacular, Show Spectacular. Right,
0: we'll we'll save the Not-A-Take Spectacular for... The uh, late Yeah, the late signing period. And I think I'm going to try to do a joint podcast with Mike Farrell on Monday. By the way, I asked if there was a podcast. So you remember we were in New York a couple years ago. We had that great podcast studio. Yeah, where the studio. Puck Soup guys did it. Right, where Puck Soup did it and Woge and whoever, yeah. all the people that now don't work here anymore. Yeah. So I asked them, hey, do we have a podcast studio? But because how many podcasts does Yahoo Sports do? A ton. And they said, no, there's a room... That they call the podcast studio, but it's just a regular room. I think it's the same one. Right. Well, yeah. it can't just be a regular. I mean, people who've made it this far know how ecchily it is in this room that we're in right now. Yeah. It can't just be a regular room. So hopefully me and Farrell can do it when we get kicked out. Uh, and I'll make Mike pick games and pick picks and make fun of him. Make him talk about Visco. Okay, send, send me a list of things, and I'll tell my, explain, let's play, explain that social media. Visco. Yeah, I got to stop calling it VSCO after all this time. Boy, we got a, we got a text here from Dave Lackford. Oh, here's some great tweets, Rob, since we've been missing it. The great Barton Simmons said this on our CBS Sports HQ pregame show, and it deserves to be shouted from the highest mountaintop. Ooh. These two teams should run triple option from now until the end of time. That's from Barrett Salee. you got to pretend to like the triple option on this week every year. David Hall. There's really nothing in college football I enjoy watching more than the a- option executed well. There's nothing... It's boring! <laughs> 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 yes. I'm sorry. Rob almost broke his phone. Brand new phone. It's boring. There's nothing in college... So you would rather watch... These two teams are in the triple option than that Auburn-Alabama game we had a couple or weeks ago. Or watch
1: Oklahoma play, you know, somebody else that can score
0: Oklahoma better. Or the, like, LSU-Texas game we had. Nah, triple option. You have to
1: make sure that everybody knows you respect the truth. That's <laughs> so this all boils down Listen. <laughs> Meanwhile, I hope this game gets
0: canceled every year from here to eternity. <laughs> I, I do think it's kind of unfair that they played so late. Navy was up. Uh, now, Navy, if Navy had not made the... Uh, or say say Memphis had lost that game to Cincinnati, one of the nine times they played this season. Navy would have been in the conference championship. Had they won, they might have been the team to get the the big berth, and then if they lost this week, it would have messed up the whole – because the rankings are done. Like, they play so late, I think it's –
1: Yeah, eventually it's going to bite somebody, right?
0: Right. It could. But, nah,
1: nobody really cares about this game. Everybody's really good at pretending to care about this game, though.
0: Oh, Brian Moore back on Twitter. New account. (laughs) <laughs> poor oh, poor Brian. Sus- Moore. What did
1: he get suspended for?
0: <laughs> I, I don't know. He's supposed to, doesn't he know when you start a new account, you got a new account deleted at 28K? You know? Uh,
1: yeah. I got questions for you about that off the podcast. This is really going to make our lives bad. Hey,
0: all, Twitter suspended my previous account, so I'm here until it gets fixed as the work can't stop. Can't wait any longer on them. If it does, I'll switch back over.
1: It, it, this is going to screw us over so bad. Uh, this is bad right
0: Hold on, I mean, hold on, yeah, hold I'm on, just on, telling you,
1: this is bad for Woody Rollback and Rob <laughs> <Casper>. <laughs> Okay. Let's <laughs> just let you know that right
0: now. All right, so Rob's going to cover some games. I am going well, I'm to... I'm going me- to cover the certified dog tryouts. <laughs> I hope you get a shirt. You better come back with a couple <laughs> a of All right, we'll be back with another episode, episodes uh, over the next few weeks, including our awards spectacular, our holiday awards spectacular, which we will record next week. Thanks for listening. Goodbye.